Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Now we're going to talk about, you know, what happens when we go through loss, whether it's of a person or uh, it could be a job, it could be a financial loss. Now, how do we recover and how do we find our true selves? My guest is Jilda, and her last name is Aruda, Jilda Aruda. Her book is License to Live, 38 Steps to Your True Self. Jilda is a motivational speaker, and she's a freelance writer, and she's written a number of critically acclaimed books, and now she has written this book, which is called License to Live, and it really talks about, you know, when you're faced with a sudden illness or death of a spouse, and you enter these dark places, how, you know, how do you come out of it, and how do you not just survive, but how can you thrive again? And Jilda Aruda has evolved into a woman who's given herself a license to live. She's practiced what she's preached. Her message to us is simple. Begin where you are. And the best place to begin is in a single moment of each day as you nurture the flow of your life. And these single moments will build into a new way of living that is steeped in possibility. And she says, be true to your uniqueness and grow the gifts you've been given to give. And this is a call to action to live life to the fullest. Welcome, Jilda. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, hello to your audience. Thank you. All right. Part of the, one of the reasons you wrote this book is because you had a very sick husband who passed, and that was so yes. difficult for you. How long mm-hmm. was your husband sick, and when did he pass away? My husband passed away uh, last year. It was just the year, this April of uh, 2017, and from the time he was diagnosed to the time of his passing was nine months. Very fast, actually. Very fast. What Mm, changed? We were on vacation, but... mm -hmm. Mm. How did... um, Did you know... I mean, did you, in that nine months, did did you know he was going soon? What I was going to add, Patricia, is that, that we had no idea he was sick. He had had a physical two months prior to that, and mm. he was in perfect health. His blood was normal. Everything was normal. He was And when we went on vacation, uh, we took our granddaughter and dog on vacation. Once he, we deplaned, I noticed a little something off in his step, and we cut our vacation short, came home, went straight to the emergency room, where they thought he was having a stroke. It turned out that he had uh, um, 11 uh, brain tumors in his brain, mm. and from that Mm. Wow. So it was actually compared to many other people that have a lengthy um, cancer battle. Um, mm. It was actually a blessing, but it was only nine months. Mm. So it was very, very fast, very sudden. Mm-hmm. Mm. He had no, no, no symptoms at all, at all, at all. What change was more noticeable to you after your husband passed? After my husband passed, for me, <clears throat> the one thing that was more noticeable that I concentrated on more was how much peace I was experiencing. And although I, 
had bouts of crying and I addressed every emotion. I had the peace. And, uh, and I know that I know that it was because my husband, God had graced him with uh, vision and divinity, and that gave me a lot of peace. With the death of my husband, the death of mystery, uh, the death mystery was revealed to me. And in those final moments, I was actually given a lifeline until the cycle of peace was complete. There I found mm-hmm. the meaning of his strength, and it was a deeper feeling of love that I had for him. And I, and I had a, a powerful sense of God's presence there. Ex- explain and, that. Explain mm-hmm. that again, maybe in a different way, what that whole cycle was. What happened was that three weeks before his passing, uh, he woke me up in the middle of the night to, ex- to uh, explain to me that he had a vision of divinity, that he had been to heaven. And he explained mm. to me the, what happened there and mm. how he was so at peace where he was going, where he was going, because he saw where he was going and he wanted to go. And mm. uh, he did not want to live in a body that was um, so ill and going through all these treatments that uh, only fed the cancer and did not heal the cancer. One out of mm. five um, cancer patients that go through chemotherapy, uh, the chemo feeds the cancer. And my husband was one of those patients that the chemo fed the cancer, just kept feeding it and feeding it till you know. Mm. So he, because he had um, that vision of divinity, it gave him a whole new meaning of living. He just, he said, I'm at peace. And, and he wanted me to accept that he was leaving because he knew where he was going. And when God gave me that peace, when I sensed the peace in him and coming to me, um, I actually felt, uh, my body became lifeless. I felt the celebration of life. Hmm. What what were some of the things that you did after he passed? What steps did you take to overcome this loss? Uh, let me see. Okay, because I not only experienced the sadness of our goodbye, because we had our goodbye and we talked a lot about it, um, I was lucky in that sense that we could do that. Many people don't get that chance, don't have that opportunity to do that. Um, there was a, a confirmation that his passing, um, there was nothing. But no, uh, I still had those um, uh, emotions that accompany grief, uh, and they sprang up from time to time, and I would feel sorry, and I, I didn't, one thing I did not want was to overcome the cycle of self-pity. So two months after my husband's passing, um, there was an opportunity, and I took it. I went away for six weeks, lived in a beach house, and there I connected with my spirit voice, that intuition, and I was given a license to live, and I could mesh the, the past uh, with the present, the death and the life, hope and love. And it was life-changing for me. Mm. So what do you say to people who, you know, have had a significant other pass and they just kind of want to, they just don't want to keep going? What do you say to them? You know, I, um, I did a talk the other day and to, to a group of uh, widowers. There was one lady, she came in, and I thought her husband had just passed the week before because she was in, I mean, and, I'm having um, trouble hearing you. You're coming in and out, Jilda. Uh, so I, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Okay, can you, okay, can you hear me yes, now? But big, is it better? Yes, because the phone is, keeps breaking up. Okay, is so it better now? It is better. Just stay right there with it. Okay, go okay. ahead. Okay. I actually met someone, and I thought I was going to talk, and I talked to her. I thought she had just passed away. The week prior, that's how much in mourning she was and distress. 
And when she told me her husband passed away 31 years ago, I just kind of like was, I stepped back from her and I said, wow, I said, you've wasted 31 years of your life. And she looked at me like, what are you talking about? And I said, because life goes on, life moves, and you have to move mm. on with life. I said, mm. uh, she said, well, I can't help the way I feel. I said, you can. You're feeding your grief. You're not grieving your husband. You're grieving you and what you miss. Yeah. I told her I miss the physical presence of my husband. I miss having him around me. I said, but I can't have him around me. So I have to go on. I have to go with the change. And the change is that he's not here. But, you know, mm-hmm. life, life, is, life is a wonderful intruder because it brings you back. It's not... Yeah, yeah. You're still again. breaking up a little bit, Childa. It's it's frustrating because I want to hear your wonderful story. So, whatever you can do to try to um, okay, try this. I just moved to another place. All this. All right. Okay. Um, Is that how did, it seems to be. How did your social okay. circle change after the death of your husband? It did change, Pa. I think all survivors of loss at times rage against fate. Um. And, you know, we try to cling to the life that we know. And some couples uh, shrink back from that. They don't know how to talk to you. They don't know what to say, what to do. Uh, And I've accepted that. And um, survivors of loss, I'm sure, have all experienced this. And it happens because we change. And when we change, people change dogs us. And so they start to fade in and out of your life. And that's just just the way it is. And you move on. And all of a sudden, you find yourself making new friendships. And Mm -hmm. there's no saying that people come into your life. And uh, that has been proven to be true over and over again. Absolutely. Am I still okay? Can you still hear me? Yes, we're going to take a break. We're going to call you back to make sure that we can get a better connection. Because when we come back, we're going to talk to Jilda Ruda about her book, License to Live, 38 Steps to Your True Self. And she's going to give us some of those steps. So stay tuned. You're listening to the, to Patricia, to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. America's Voice will be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you or someone you know interested in attending college? With both college tuition and college enrollment up 60% since 2002, there is a lot of competition, and careful planning needs to be a part of the process. Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton and featuring a team of college coach experts, we'll bring you the tips, techniques, and know-how to navigate the road to college and do so the smart way. Listen live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor Deb Tomorrow. You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. What's your coffee story? 
the one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My Favorite Coffee Story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. My guest is Jilda Aruda. And her book is Licensed to Live, 38 Steps to Your True Self. And she wrote this after the sudden illness and death of her spouse about a year ago, her husband. And she talks about how we must go on and how we can not just survive, but also thrive. And Jilda is a motivational speaker, and she's a freelance writer. She's the author of many books, and she's a member of Voices of Women Worldwide, and she has written for many magazines as well. Welcome back, Jilda. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about your book, The 38 Steps to Your True Self. Give us one of them. Give us a few that Um, you think are really key. One example is um, physical time for me can be very healing and and the amazing moments of fun. So my favorite little sentence that I wrote while I was at the beach was create reasons to remember those special moments. So Mm. we don't, uh, we don't think of that while everything's going good and life is good and we don't, but if after loss is when you think of these things and you say, my God, my goodness, you know, Thank God I have my memories because they're, they're next to godliness because they never die. Mm. And I thank God mm. for the memories that I created, you know. Another one I have is I pause and remember my circumstances to honor their place in the, my passage. I embrace my new life. I do embrace it, Pat. That was not from my choosing. My new life is not from my choosing. But by letting go, it allows me to be awakened to the beauty of life, making my transition my daily companion. Mm-hmm. It's, that's, that's one of the 38 sayings. Then I have mm. one that's uh, the te- it test- it's a testing of our own strength. And uh, after the loss of a special someone, create a new normal is the normal thing to do because everything changes. So it is a new normal. For example, if you never went dancing, go dancing. You never sat in a restaurant by yourself. The hardest thing for me to do after my husband passed was I went to a restaurant. I sat there by myself. And uh, and I'm looking around thinking everybody's looking at me. Everybody's doing their own thing. They could kill us. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's the life we lead now. It's, it may not be of our choosing, but it's what we have. And we have to accept what we have our life. You can't shut yourself in and let 31 years of your life go by and uh, and make a shrine to, to the person that you lost. And that will keep you hostage from moving forward and, and accepting new possibilities or mm. creating New ideas. Yeah. What about new friends? What about new friends as well? Yeah. 
what I found with uh, old friends, if they were couples, there's still, I'm going to say there's still some, but most uh, come in and out of your life, and they're not as frequent. Uh, the old friends, the single friends, um, they're still there, but I did find that I did lose a couple. They didn't go away totally, but um, it's almost like it's changed, and it didn't change on our part. What I've learned is that we try, I think it's on their part, and that's me. They don't know how to talk to you, but I, that's when I realized you really don't, after all these years, you really don't know me because there's so much to talk about other than grief. And, um, and, and a lot of people, what I find, like to keep that person in, in that grief pattern under that veil uh, of sorrow because everybody carries a silent sorrow in their hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, just don't, we just don't know what they are because a lot of people don't talk about it. Once a widower talks about, widow talks about uh, the loss, they don't want to con- continually talk about that. Uh, at least I don't. I, I am. I, my husband passed away. Okay. When I go out for supper with a drink, I want to be lifted up. I don't want to be brought down. And mm-hmm. so I find that when people see that I'm not, you know, I'm not that poor thing, they shy away. For example, I had a, a friend of mine who I was friends for over 40 years, and she said, wow, you must be in good spirits. Uh, for Christmas, I saw your house all lit up. You had um, Christmas tree on. You had lights. You lit it up inside and out. I said, because I live in a house of the living and not the dead. I'm alive. Right. Right. So. Right. What do you think about, um, what do you think about dating when you're, you know, as you, you get know, older and when you're single? What's your feeling about that? My feeling about that, it's, um, oh my God, although it's, um, it's a universal feeling too, because the reason why we grieve so much is because we still have so much love inside of us and it's bottled up. We can't give it away. But if you can't find a partner in life and you have other things to love, other people to love, you go right ahead and do it. And maybe that partner, maybe that relationship or friendship that you're having and, uh, it could develop into a relationship, but if, but if it doesn't, honor the friendship, honor that mm-hmm. friendship, and be open mm-hmm. to it. Because you can love, although you you want you can love other people without betraying the love that you had. Irregardless, you're not betraying mm-hmm. that that memory and that life you had with that person. You're just mm-hmm. starting another chapter of your life. You're just turning the page, and it's another you, person for you to love. Do you think that's where some people get stuck? Is they feel like they're betraying? Their spouse yes. is no longer here. I do. I do because um, when my husband was, uh, was uh, those, during those nine months, um, I hope I'm not breaking up. But anyways, I uh, tried everything. The doctors kept telling me he's, he can't lose weight. He can't lose weight. So I cooked and cooked. I actually gained 35 pounds in nine months. I cooked to him and uh, I ate to see if he could eat. And so my wedding ring didn't fit me. So I took my wedding ring off, I think, three or four months before my husband's passing. And, mm. and people noticed those things, and they said, gee, uh, you took your wedding band off, he's not even dead, you know? And these people, mm. these, insightful, these insightful people that think they know and, can, and are in your soul and know what you're going through have the audacity to say that. So those people didn't move on from my life. I moved on mm-hmm. from their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very, very easy true. for us to judge, for mm. us to look and judge, 
But you have no idea what what battle that well, person is. is yeah, fighting. I also I also think you have to keep the hope in your heart. You know, you can find love or relationships and friendships at any age. And as you said, yes, if you, you have people who are downers around you and who just say, "Well, how can you compare? How, you know, it's not going to happen." Then you don't you don't stay with them because it's what you believe that you achieve. That's right. What do you think? That's right. I I totally agree. And, you know, I had this, um, this one lady, and she, and I went to Walmart, and I, and I was buying something, and she, I said, oh, I'm sorry. She says, oh, that's okay. I'm killing time because I don't want to be home with my husband. And I, mm. said, oh. I, sa- I said, that's a terrible thing to say. How long have you been married? I'm sure it's less than a year. She says, no, I've been married 49 years. I said, oh, oh my, my goodness. And she says, yes, he doesn't know it, but I just bought a house in Florida. I'm going to move down. She says, um, you know, I met a man, and now her husband hadn't passed. She says, I met a man. I thought I was in love with my husband for all those years. She says, I'm in love with this other man. Now I know the true meaning of love. I've never been loved in such a way. So you know what I say, Pat? If you've been graced by, by being loved once, and you are loved again a second time. That's a hallelujah. Hmm. Hmm. So interesting. Interesting. Interesting life of this woman. It's tricky <laughs> when you when you're you know balancing another relationship that is still your husband. You know, I lo- I, That's a tricky. I love to, That's tricky. I love I love to listen to people, but then that you question what happened there. You know why? Here I am looking for things to buy. You know. For me, for my home, and here she is trying to kill time. She doesn't want to be with her husband. So the whole thing is, uh, uh, you know, live your life. If you're happy, be happy. If you're not happy, find something to be happy with. And there's so many, what I find also attending so many of these groups and speaking, um, ladies are more apt to come out and make that connection and want to make that connection. They want to go for that cup of coffee. And men are shyer, and they stay within themselves. They stay at home. Mm. I'm going to say this real quick because I'm sure our time is short. I went to yes. BJ's two weeks ago. I went to BJ's two, two weeks ago, and I went to get some, um, some stuff I needed for the house. So I had maybe five things. So I'm racing to the register because I had an appointment to go to. And there was a man that was racing to the register. So we both bumped cars, and he looked at me. He says, go ahead. I said, I'm so sorry. I'm in a hurry. Go ahead. He said, no, go ahead. And then I felt guilty. I looked back at his carriage and I said, oh, my goodness, that's a beautiful pineapple. I said, he said, it is. I said, oh, it looks so juicy. He said, it is. He says, too bad I can't share it with anyone. And I said, oh, I said, yeah, it's always better when you share it with now someone. That, but that might have been now, see, now that's somebody that that might have been an entree for you to meet him. I know. And you know what? I was in such a hurry because I had to go get my nails done that afterwards oh. I said, oh. I went back maybe to you'll meet him again. I, maybe you'll see him I again, Gilda. I said, maybe, maybe I'll see him again. Because sure, you know what? I hope Even so. though he doesn't have a pineapple, I'd say, how about a cup of coffee? Let's go have a cup I of coffee. I think it's great. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Gilda. Thank you so much for being on the program. The book is Licensed to Live, 38 Steps to Your True Self. And what is your website? It's www.gildaaruda.com. I'm also G-I-L-D-A. on Facebook. Anybody, G-I-L-D-A. Anybody wants it? G-I-L-D-A. A-R-I-U-D-A dot com. And if anybody wants to connect with me through Facebook, I'm also on Facebook. All right. Jilda, thanks so much for being on the program. It was terrific. It was great. Thank I you hope so you meet much. that guy, too. I hope you meet him. Perfect entree with the pineapple. You have a great I'm going to try to meet that. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye, hon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much. Stay tuned. Stay Bye-bye. on the line for a minute. 
All right, okay. folks, remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. This show will be rebroadcast on Saturdays on the Health and Wellness Channel at 3 p.m. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.